Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Listening to Coffee with Kenobi, you are with Danzy and Corey Club, the podcast you're looking for. This is, <laughs> yes. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is the podcast you're looking for. We've been waiting for you. The force is strong here, even stronger than the coffee. Welcome to Coffee with Kenobi. Here are your hosts, Dan Z and Corey Club. One of the biggest thrills we've ever had on Coffee with Kenobi occurred on show number 12 in February of 2014, when we had a cup of coffee with James Arnold Taylor. Obi-Wan Kenobi is clearly an inspiration for our podcast, and James is a big reason why. As many Star Wars fans know, Chad is back to host Celebration Anaheim, and we are honored to speak with him about this exciting convention from April 16th to the 19th. A huge welcome back to Mr. James Arnold Taylor. Ah, well, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be having a cup of coffee with Kenobi. In fact, you know, I, I think he's always with me, isn't he? But is he always with you? That's the question. I hope he's with everybody else always. I think that uh, from a certain point of view, he's uh, he's there with us all, isn't he? Absolutely. Always on our shoulder, uh, <laughs> giving us good advice and suggestions. Yeah. No, thank you. It's great to be back on the show. Uh, love it and so excited. Um, it's, it's a great time to be uh, involved in the world of Star Wars. It's a great time to be a lover of Star Wars with so many exciting things happening. So uh, lots to talk about. You guys go ahead and fire away and I will do my best to answer the best I can. Well, we appreciate it. And we have uh, tons of faith in you. So that'll be, this will be, <laughs> this will be all kinds of fun. And so oh, speaking good. of fun, I think it's safe to say, Corey, I'm sure you'd agree that fans let out a collective cheer when it was announced that James was going to be back to host the celebration stage. Now, what does it mean to you to be a part of celebration? Oh, well, I'm, thank you. I'm, I'm glad people are, are happy about it. And, you know, celebration is one of those things that, happens only so many years uh, or so many times, you know, throughout the years. It's what like, it's been like three years now. Has it been two or three this time? It went longer than we expected. Um, and I was, I was very blessed to host six and it was so much fun. And I was so happy when I got the call from Mary Franklin, who is just fantastic to ask if I would host it again. And I thought, what a great opportunity uh, to be the host pre the force awakens the world changing with a whole new look and feel of Star Wars. So it's going to be great fun to see where it all goes. It's going to be great fun to talk to the guests we have announced. I mean, we do have a lot of great guests already announced. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, 
but you know, I always have to be careful too, because it's like, you know, this world that we live in as voice actors, you sign all these NDAs, these non-disclosure agreements where you can't talk about anything. It was like, it was just announced, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the uh, animated series has been announced and, and I'm on that show as Yondu and, and Cosmo. And so I finally get to talk about it. But up until then, I was like, what can I say? What can't I say? So with Celebration, it's, I know that they've announced Ian is coming back, right? They've announced Ian, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels. Uh, we have some other surprises uh, along the way. We ha- oh, we have Kyle Newman's radio drama, uh, Smuggler's Gambit 2, um, and just some really cool things happening. And I, I like to just, you know, up it a notch. You know, I think a lot of people think of conventions as, oh, you go and you watch panels. And I, I hear this word kind of thrown around a lot. Oh, there's, there's a panel with, with uh, Mark Hamill. There's a panel with Carrie Fisher. No, no, there's a show with Carrie Fisher. There's a show with Mark Hamill. And this is more like if you were to compare it to like, you know, The Tonight Show or Letterman or, or Craig Ferguson or something like that, The Daily Show. It's we like to have fun with the guests. We're going to put them through their paces, you know, see how they know their Star Wars trivia, see what they want to say to the fans and and uh, have fun with them and have a good time. So it's not just sitting at a table with microphones and just going, OK, so tell us about when you did Empire. You know, it's it's just it's a fun time and we're going to have a lot of surprises, you know, the. Anaheim Convention Center is huge, and uh, the room that I'll be in is a 5,000-seat auditorium. Wow. So it's an arena, and it is, you know, this big circle. And so it's uh, – now, will you guys be there? Yes, we sir. We sure will. We are, okay, in fact, good. the very first uh, podcast to go on the podcasting stage. Is that right? Yes. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, I'll have to find out where that is and see if I can crash you at some oh, point. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll be very busy, of course, but I will always try to make that time to – to jump around and stuff too. And we're, we're trying to spread the word about the, uh, the Comlink, which is the network that, uh, that I'm on with David Collins, who's the host of the digital stage. Uh, and that was created by, uh, David and JC Reifenberg, who's my business partner out here in Burbank, where we have a studio now where we are shooting and producing our own content. Um, not just star Wars content, but other things as well. So, we're getting ready. It has been nonstop preparation for celebration, and it's really a lot of fun. I, I've got some great, cool things that I hope you get a chance. You guys get a chance to see one of the shows on the main stage because you'll get to see some cool, some cool stuff. It's, it's some big surprises for people. So I went on and on there, but uh, long answer to a, a short question. No, it's all good. I'm Dan, and I are both very excited to, to meet everybody, and certainly to sit on panels and just just have a good time because you know it's a great time to be a star wars fan so but you know you you've hosted a lot of different high profile events uh throughout your career and and we're excited about celebration but what makes celebration stand out among maybe some of these other events like star wars weekends yeah you know it's a great question because again star wars weekends and i'm going to be hosting that we just announced that a couple weeks ago that i'll be the host for the fifth year in a row of star wars weekends which is five weekends of star wars at disney Now, yes, Disney owns Star Wars now, but Celebration is still its own celebration. It is its own thing. I think the coolest thing about it is if you go to Comic-Con, you go to Dragon Con, you go to any of the cons, it's a mixture. And there's always your Star Wars peeps, you know, that you can bond with and talk to. But this is where friends are made, uh, uh, relationships are formed, you know, marriages come together. You you have a very – cool world of people that love star wars all in one concentrated space and and giving that excitement out to all of the celebrity guests all of the the filmmakers everyone there and to each other it's just 
I don't know. It's it's really a just an awesome event. It's a magical thing that that only happens every few years. It's <laughs> you know it's one of those things, but. I just think it's different. It's totally a different vibe when you're walking down the halls of it. You know that you're only going to see troopers and Sam people and Jawas and Jedis. <laughs> and, you know, you're not going to see uh, Freddy Krueger walking down the halls there. <laughs> it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's just different. It's, and it's more, I think it's more family oriented. I think, you know, that's another very cool thing for me personally as, as a father. It's great that my daughter can go and experience Star Wars firsthand there. Uh, you know, she loves Star Wars weekends because it's Disney and she's, you know, loves all the princesses and everything. But this is only Star Wars. So what more could we want? Right. It's uh, it's really cool. And it's, it's going to be some really exciting things happening this year, too. Oh, I'll say, uh, especially when um, you look at some of the things, as you mentioned, a lot of the great people are going to be a part of this. And I like how you made a, a point of saying that these aren't panels. These are experiences. These are events these are two or three forces of entertainment where you get to hear two of your favorite people and three or four of the people that you love on stage at the same time interacting, entertaining and informing. It's it's almost like um, the ultimate fan experience, I would say. So Ooh, I'm sure there, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there are, are different challenges. What are some of your bigger challenges to hosting Celebration Anaheim, and what are you most looking forward to? Wow, another great question. You guys are putting me through the paces. It's um. <laughs> You know, the the thing is, one of the biggest challenges is trying to one-up myself as well. Uh, you know, I was a stand-up comic for many years when I started, when I was 16 years old and on into my 20s. And I I never wanted to tell the same joke to an audience twice, you know. So I would always be changing my act. And sometimes that didn't work as a stand-up. But in these venues, I like to, you know, of course, I'll be doing my one-man show as well, uh, oh, which great. is called Talking to Myself. In its full one-hour form. Wow! When I I've do never it, seen Wars that week. live. I'm so excited. Oh, you haven't? Oh, well, please, yes, please make it. Uh, that will be on on uh, Saturday night, I believe. And uh, I don't know how much you know people know that, but people know my show is going to be there. I, it's going to be mm-hmm. Saturday. It's going to be a, a great time. I'm going to do the full one-hour show as I did last year, uh, the last time at Celebration, as opposed to when I do it at Disney. It's a cut-down version. And we call it Obi Wan and Beyond. Uh, so you get to see a lot of things that you wouldn't normally get to see, but it's uh, I challenge myself to come up with, you know, I mean, I've I've been very blessed to interview Mark Hamill many, many times. He's also a dear friend. Um, I've got to interview Ian before and Carrie before. Uh, Anthony and I, of course, go way back. So there's all these folks that I've talked to on a regular basis. How do I make that new and fresh? And so that's that's one of the biggest challenges is asking them also questions that they haven't necessarily been asked over the years, I mean, that's how do you do that after you know thirty plus years of of answering these questions, trying to make it fresh for them? I really, I I want it to be an experience for them, so they feel like, oh yeah, I had fun too. They are all so committed to the fans. When you talk to Mark Hamill, he's always like, you know, I go, so we want to do this and that. And he's like, I just want to give the fans stories they haven't heard before. I want to give them something exciting. He's he's so genuine about that. And so I want to do something for him. You know, I was like, I want to make it an exciting experience for him and for, for all of them that come to my stage and experience this show. So we're going to have a lot more surprises this year than we've ever had before. We're going to have a lot more kind of special little guests popping in and out. And, uh, and of course, the main stage is the one place where you're going to see J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy uh, to kick off the entire event Thursday wow. morning. That is a, that's a huge deal. So, you know, um, 
got to check that out. I, I, I think if everybody isn't there for that, they, you know, they're, they're missing out because <laughs> there's going to be some big stuff happening there. So that'll be great. Oh my gosh, it'll be phenomenal. That that's uh, he actually. They go on, I believe, at ten o'clock. Yes, and, the, and then we have to start at eleven thirty. So I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, you're going to have so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. People yeah. will still be listening to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we yeah. probably will too. I think Corey's going to stay behind and listen, so I can do the panel by myself. <laughs> oh no, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know how how much longer it will go. We have other shows and stuff too, and so they're. They they try to keep it pretty tight, but I would think that you, you go on at eleven thirty. You said yes, yeah. So I think it'll probably it'll probably be done by then. So you'll be rushing to give the breaking news of what you know you heard and saw and experienced right. uh, on the main stage there. Yeah, you never know. Our own little Kessel Run up to the yeah. stage. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So it's uh, in less than uh, less than seven parsecs. If you could do it, that'd be great. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it is, uh, it is an experience. This, this event is going to be a new experience and it's in a new place. You know, of course the last two before that were done in Florida and it was, it was great fun doing it there, but this is a whole new venue. It's again, a kind of a rock concert of a feel and we have some amazing behind the scenes people putting this together. Mark Renfro is the director of the main stage and Mark has been my director for every Star Wars weekends, every celebration and he's an amazing talent himself. He works for Disney, and uh, he puts the best of the best people together, sound, video, uh, all of that. And so he's really all about entertaining people as well. And so we really are looking to give people that experience. We're going to have uh, DJ Elliott uh, and, and Mark Daniel as the warm-up again as we do every celebration. And those guys are just fantastic, and they'll be giving away stuff and just having fun. So it's it's really a cool experience, and of course, then I get little time in between to go out on the floor and try to see what Star Wars stuff I want to buy. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. And yeah. uh, you know, you talked a little bit about you know interviewing Mark Campbell and, and Carrie Fisher and and those big folks like that. You know, it, it, is it different between the, the different celebrities and different guests that you that you interview? You know, the process. What obviously you're not just you know trying to prepare for just Mark or or just Carrie and curious to know too is like as being the host of these these great phenomenal amazing people that uh you know your preparation uh a little bit different for each one is that is that how does that go out for you yeah no you're absolutely right it is because they're all very different people they all have even very different careers and um different lives and they all want to talk about different things in different ways. And so mm-hmm. you have to be very much aware of that and, and how to work and finesse that with them and, and make the, again, make them feel comfortable and, and happy as well. So it's uh, I'm, I'm by nature a people pleaser. I always have been, I always want to try to make sure everybody in the room is, is happy and good. And so it's a great challenge for me uh, with them to do that, to make sure that um, I'm asking them the questions they want to be asked, but I'm also giving them the the entertainment and the fun and the games. And we play a lot of games and do a lot of fun things that I know they'll want to do. You know, last time we did these, um, I created this bit called phony photo memory because everybody sits there and taking pictures of the panels of all of the people talking. And uh, it's just kind of boring photos of us just sitting there with the expressions on our face or in <laughs> mid sentence with our eyes kind of <laughs> fluttered clothes and a goofy expression. So I'd like to pose a photo at the end of the interview and give them something to take to, as a real memory. And we had some fun ones. We had uh, Ian was shocking me, you know, for things. And then, of course, people put they put the lightning in on Photoshop and everything afterwards. 
Uh, I got on Mark's back like Yoda, you know, and for <laughs> Carrie, I said, so Carrie, what do you want to do? And without missing a beat, she said, I want to spank you. Okay. So <laughs> I, I had to get over her knee and she gave me a spanking. So that was um, quite an experience. Yeah, memorable, I guess, right? To get a, a spanking from Princess Leia. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting to see what we'll, what we'll come up with uh, this year for her. But, uh, no, we've got a lot of, a lot of great guests and a lot of great fun to have with all of them. So, and, and, you know, Anthony is always an experience because he just, he loves telling stories. Again, he wants to give the crowd something to uh, experience and take home with them. So we've got some fun things planned with him as well. So I think it's just going to be a great time. Well, not only are you an entertainer, but the people you're talking about are entertainers as well. So you've got this incredible hodgepodge of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really, really cool. I cannot wait to get in on some of the excitement that's going to happen. And I'm sure, let's pretend for a second, James, that you are our navigator for Celebration. What kind of advice do you have for Celebration attendees? Because there are quite a few that are are returning, but there are also many, like my good friend here, Corey, who have never been to a Celebration. Yeah, first time. First time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a great question because it it goes back to a thing that I've always said to people whenever I find out they're about to get married. Now, my lovely wife, Allison, and I will uh, be celebrating our 24th wedding anniversary in June. Wow. Congratulations. So, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. And I've always remembered that day because we had a moment where we were able to kind of get in a corner and take it all in and go, this is for you. This is your these people are all here to see you guys and and to experience the joy of this wedding with you and to share in this experience with you. And I look at these the same way. If everybody can get that moment to take it in and breathe it in because the time goes so quick and the experience goes like just like lightning and you're like, what happened? Oh, it was great. And I met this person. You know, and you, you meet people, you experience people, you get photos with people, you meet celebrities, you get their autographs, you, get, you, you watch shows, you see ex- things you've never seen before. You go to the digital stage of playing Star Wars in 3D. You've got interviews with you know, people like Ben Burt on that stage, who's like one of my absolute heroes. You're, you're getting to see them in person, talk about these. Things. So take that time to take it in at some point, find a quiet space or a corner, or a you know, a, a, a pillar that you can lean against, take a picture, breathe it in, look at it, you know, a picture with your mind and go, I'm here. This is fun. Look at this. Look at all these people. Look at what Star Wars did. I, it's really kind of amazing when you think about that. And again, I always say, no matter what people think of George Lucas, such a polarized figure, look at what has been created from one person's imagination. It's really quite astounding. It certainly is. And, and, you know, as being a first-time attendee this year, I'm looking forward, like I said, just standing back and just taking it all in and, and yeah. making friendships and having a good time and just making a memory of it. So I think that's Absolutely. good advice for anybody. Mm. Great. Great. Now, again, we talked earlier about Star Wars Weekends. Um, you're preparing for that as well, coming up yeah. this, this year. And, and uh, of course, last year was a huge hit, huge hit. So how does this, you know, you're coming off of Celebration and going into Star Wars Weekends, uh, what's that transition kind of like for you? <laughs> and how does how does the, how does it change in, in preparedness and and you know following into that? And do you no, ever get to rest? No, <laughs> no. You know that's the crazy thing is. Uh, so this is the first time we've ever had them this close together. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, celebration ends, and within two weeks, I get on a plane and fly out to Florida because I stay for the entire time. I'm there for mm-hmm. about six weeks. Wow. The, um, 
and I bring the the wife and daughter and, you know, poor, poor 10 year old daughter has to live at Disney world for six weeks. <laughs> Anybody's dream. It's a hard night. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And they put us up in a, in a lovely place and, um, it's a castle, it's, right? It's, <laughs> it, what's that? It's not a castle, is it? <laughs> no, not a castle. No. <laughs> but, uh, wouldn't that be fun? And, uh, and we have a, a wonderful space there and, we just set up shop there. I put in my studio. I build a little studio in my room and uh, I have my ISDN line so I can patch in and do all my work, my voiceover work for Fox and, you know, Sunday, fun day, you know, the Simpsons and all that stuff. And I can still do all my other work from their studios. They're generous enough to let me uh, record from their studios as well. So there's that whole side of it. And then the personal side of it, of being with family and still getting time because everybody kind of goes, oh, it's a vacation. You go to Disney World for six weeks. It's like, no, I have my regular Monday to Friday voiceover jobs. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I have all these shows. And, and there's about eight shows a day for me this time. And it starts you know, early in the morning and then it goes till late at night with the fireworks and the Summon the Force show. And it's great fun. Don't get me wrong. It's great fun. But the planning of it, I have two weeks to get ready and prepare everything there. Some of the things will overlap. But most of it is you know, you've got different guests there than we have at Celebration to a degree. And there's different things happening and it's staged differently and there's different shows. And it's just um, really kind of crazy this time because – Last time, I think there was at least a couple months in between it, and this time we've got two weeks. So I don't know how uh, how all fair, <laughs> but it's and then after that, get home, and then July hits, and there's Comic Con, and it's yeah. just like, oh my goodness! And with our new uh, our new channel, the Comlink on on YouTube, uh, you know, we're just trying to get the word out as much as we can on that. So. We're like, well, I guess we need to start looking at all these things too. Plus, I'm like this weekend I'm leaving and going to Atlanta where I'll be performing my one-man show talking to myself for uh, VoiceOver Atlanta, which is a voiceover uh, convention, which is going to be quite fun. And I've been on the road every other week doing the show, which is great. People have been and having me on and doing my stage show, but it's just made for a very hectic schedule and um, just trying to keep, you know, keep it all together and keep it all straight and who goes where and what and, you know. It's uh, it's fun. It is very. It's what a what a what a a lovely blessing to be so in demand and uh, <laughs> have people um, like yourself that are intelligent and have good people behind the scenes making it all work so well. And we're certainly the better for it. And speaking no, of the thanks. better, we uh, we've of course just experienced the first season of Rebels. Very awesome that we got to see you on on the premiere of that. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think of Rebels and how did you feel about the return of Ashley Eckstein and Ahsoka Tano? Oh, well, you know, Ashley is one of my favorite people. Ahsoka, I had always said on Clone Wars, was my favorite character. So to know that Ahsoka lives is uh, very exciting. Uh, to know that we can all talk about it now is very <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and, you know, I couldn't be happier for her. I really couldn't. Um I think it's very cool. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see where the character goes and how she plays into the world of Star Wars from this point on. And and I also like that because, of course, you know, George Lucas's last bit of Star Wars was the Clone Wars. That was the last truly GL canon you're going to see. Sounds like a camera, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but so the fact that that's 
gone over into this. Uh, I think that that's a wonderful thing. And it was it was a great honor to be on as Obi-Wan and, and to be in the first episode. I, I didn't know when the episode would air. I didn't know it was going to be part of the first episode. I had no idea when I went in. It was um, probably about a year ago that I went in and voiced that. None of the cast was there. Nobody knew. So uh, that was really exciting to be able to talk about it. That came out what like uh, last July that they announced that they played that trailer. So, so it also, yeah, it was even longer than a year ago then that I recorded it. Wow. How time flies. And it was strange because it was just me and Dave Filoni, uh, in the studio recording this and Greg Weissman, who's uh, one of the uh, producers and writers for the show at the time. And, uh, Greg and I go way back. He was my director on one of the first shows I did, Atlantis, uh, the lost empire, uh, Milo's return. And so really fun to be in the studio with both of them, uh, and in the same exact studio that we recorded Clone Wars in for, you know, eight years uh, of doing that show, even though we did six, six seasons, we recorded for many, many years. And um, so it was, it was emotional. It was, it was wild. It was, it was really exciting. And um, I hope they, they bring him back. You know, I, I, I thought it would have been fun if he was the narrator of it or something, but mm. you know. Oh, I it. love that idea. <laughs> But uh, it was also neat to see the new spin on Obi-Wan. And um, thankfully, he still had his big blue eyes there. And, uh, you know, he's, he's modeled. Uh, my wife thought, oh, he looks more like you than the other one. I said, oh, well, you're, you flatter me, my dear. You flatter me. Because <laughs> uh, he was quite the handsome little hologram there. But um, no, it was, it was really exciting. And I, I also think, and some fans brought this up to me, and it, it kind of gave me goosebumps, that how cool was it that uh, – that was the first time we ever really heard that full transmission of Obi-Wan and what he said and that I got to do it uh, was a great honor honor for me uh, as the actor that's got to voice more Obi-Wan than anybody. But really, I think people still associate, you know, Ewan McGregor so much with that character. So really great, great honor to do it. And of course, Alec Guinness too. I mean, he's well. Yes, I mean, it goes without saying. Well, I mean, just the trans. You made the transition there too. I mean, I think that's that's a a big thing to to, to to talk about. You know, you've got you you had to fluctuate a little bit. I, I would assume uh, from the young Obi Wan to the older Obi Wan. So kudos to you on doing that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, the direction was uh, for this one was to voice him a little bit differently. Uh, they wanted uh, a touch more Ewan in it which I hadn't done in, in a long time, you know, because when I, when I first started it, it was, it was more up here and, you know, uh, he's, he's, Ewan McGregor's voice is a little higher in that. And, and it's very, you know, light and, and subtle and, and beautiful. And, and then my Obi-Wan was more of, you know, Dave Filoni's vision of, of this general in an army trying to be a big brother to Anakin and uh, perhaps even a father figure. And so, he took on a, a little different way and presented himself maybe a bit more proper and, and, and a little uh, different in tone. And so in this, it was, you had a little of the, he's on the droid, you're looking, you know, a bit of that in there. So it's, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. So there was, I tried to kind of really blend all three in this uh, for Rebels. And um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I see, certainly I'm watching on, you know, Twitter and Facebook and social media everywhere, and uh, it seems as though fans are really enjoying the show, which is uh, is great. You know, it's it's uh, neat that people like it. It's wonderful, and honestly, if if you weren't the voice of one Kenobi, I just don't think it would be the same. I think there would be quite an uprising. <laughs> just listening to you do what you just did there, 
yeah. is worth flying to California to see in person. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, you're, you're too kind, or I should say you're too kind. But um, yeah, thank you. That It's one of those things. I was so touched by people's remarks saying, you know, it's Jack, it's Jack, he's doing it. That's so great. And, you know, it's it's been very cool. And again, how cool is it that it's Ashley as Ahsoka? I mean, you know, uh, they they did that right, I think, by keeping those voices in there. And so, you know, I mean, it's very it, kind of bittersweet for all of us that uh, Frank Oz was Yoda in the one episode because, of course, it's Frank Oz. What are you going to mm-hmm. say? It's it's Yoda. But right. but Tom Kane has voiced more Yoda than anybody as well and is so synonymous with the character now. And I, I kind of, as I was watching it, I was joking with the people I was with going, do you think some kids are going, Yoda sounds different you know, because <laughs> they they grew up with Clone Wars uh, mm-hmm. Yoda. So, you know. Yoda uh, needs a lozenge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he was more, you know, more of that kind of part. And so it was different. But but it was also very magical to hear oh, yes. Frank Oz doing Yoda in that. So, you know, I, I think that the, the show has a, quite a challenge because I've always thought it was a very uh, brave uh, thing to do, taking what happened between three and four as a storyline. Uh, because you're talking about Jedis. And to me, Luke's the only Jedi left outside of Obi-Wan and, and Yoda. So, I, you know, I, I will say as a fan, that storyline tears me a little. I kind of go, well, I, I, don't, I don't know where I sit. As a, as a lover of Star Wars and as, so, as an actor that is in it, I go, I see what they're doing. And I think that's, that's great. And it's, again, it's very brave for them to be able to, to do that and pull that off because – you know, everybody has an opinion about Star Wars. Uh, it's, that's, and, and again, there's a segue right into my, my show, A Certain Point of View, uh, that we're doing because it is a Star Wars debate show. And it, it, we debate the light and the dark side of the issues of Star Wars because uh, all of us have opinions on it. And it's, it's great. We shot our first episode this last week and we're going to shoot another one tomorrow. And it is so funny. When you say to somebody, here's one of the topics, and they just they get all, let me tell you what, you know, and, and everybody's got an opinion. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a wild world we live in right now. It certainly is. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because we want to know more about things you're involved with. We're excited about Thank you. You know, the Comlink and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Could you speak more about some of those upcoming events that have been announced? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be um, an exciting year for old Jat. Um We've got uh, the Ratchet and Clank movie, in fact, too. So Ratchet and Clank is a video game that I've been doing for, gosh, I don't know, 12, 13 years now. I've done uh, probably 15 titles of the game throughout that time, and they are releasing a movie. And it's uh, we've already recorded the whole film, and I think awesome. they're just in the finals right now of mixing. And it should be out this year, and it should be very exciting. I play Ratchet, who is the main hero in it. And it was very cool, great of the studio to allow all of us voice actors to maintain our roles in it too which was great so um that's coming out then we've got uh, guardians of the galaxy the animated series where i play yondu and yondu if you saw if you saw the movie guardians of the galaxy was vo- uh, was portrayed by michael rooker uh, who you may know from walking dead and all of those but he's a kind of a cajun fellow who who comes in and almost fathers the main character you know quill peter quill and yondu's a, a bit of a cajun and he's got that whistle and and that arrow, so every time, and then the, the arrow goes places. So I get to play Yandu, who's just kind of comic relief, which is great fun to play that kind of character part. And then also, I play Russian cosmonaut telepathic dog 
Cosmo. Now, Cosmo <laughs> did not speak in Guardians of Galaxy film, but Cosmo speaks in cartoon, yes. So uh, he should be a lot of fun. And then, uh, and then we've got, yeah, the Comlink channel. Uh, I would hope people would... Um, would go and subscribe to the Comlink channel on YouTube because it is just a great source for Star Wars news, information, and entertainment. David Collins, again, who's the host of the main, uh, the uh, the digital stage. Sorry, I'm the host of main stage at uh, Celebration. Uh, he is just a, a great friend and a, a very talented composer, singer, uh, songwriter, musician, and director. He actually, David was my first director for the first. Star Wars video game I ever did as Obi-Wan, which was the um, Revenge of the Sith video game, and he was my director in that. And so uh, he is now, of course, on the other side of things, hosting the um, the news and the comlink conversations. And I, in fact, I was, I think, one of the first guests as they did that. So if you go to uh, youtube.com slash the comlink, you can check out the channel. And again, this coming Monday will be the airing of my very first episode of my show, A Certain Point of View, which was created by myself and J.C. Reifenberg. J.C. was the uh, had the brainchild for this idea of this Star Wars debate show where we have Star Wars celebrities and guests uh, that are um, experts in the world of Star Wars, and they debate the light and dark sides of it. I'm the host and the moderator of it. Keep everybody on both sides of there from killing each other. But uh, <laughs> it uh, we had Catherine Tabor and J.C. Reifenberg were our first guests, and uh, it's fun to see J.C. come out from behind the camera and actually get to do this because he is – uh, quite a Star Wars aficionado. He knows his stuff, and Cat is as well. And so they they got into it a few times. I got to tell you, so we had some great topics. The first topic uh, we we posted some of the questions and get people's perspective on it. But you know, this whole uh, announcement that George Lucas's storylines weren't necessarily going to be used uh, per se in the new movies, uh, as quoted by George. You know, I know it's been a bit controversial subject, and so we talk about that and debate whether it's right or wrong for Disney to use those or not. And then we also have one about Lando Calrissian. Did he do the right thing selling out his friends? And it's surprising some of the responses we got. So we had a lot of fun doing that. We're going to shoot another one tomorrow with my good friend Trevor Duvall. Trevor plays Dookie uh, on Johnny Test. And I'm Johnny, if anybody knows the show. Johnny Test. So I'm 11-year-old Johnny Test. And Trevor's my dog, Dookie. But he also is the voice of the Emperor as well as uh, Anwar Akbar. And Bib Fortuna in the Lego Star Wars cartoons. So he will be one of our guests tomorrow as well. And he's very passionate about Star Wars. So it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. The comlink.com can give you the information. But also if you just go to youtube.com slash the comlink and follow us, subscribe to us. That's what we really are asking people to subscribe because I think – you know, people just kind of assume, oh, there it is, and it's right there. But it's you, we really need the subscriptions to keep things going and stuff because we're doing all of this out of our own pockets in my uh, studio here in Burbank, and uh, for the love of it all. But um, the more people that come on, then the more chances we have to sustain it and uh, keep people interested in it. So I hope that, that people will spread the word and tell a friend to subscribe to the Comlink. So thank oh, you. Oh, a little commercial for it on your fantastic podcast as well well you're too kind sir we will most certainly put links to that in our show notes and plug away and we're excited to see more about this i i can't wait to watch this show it's going to be a lot of fun as is it going to be fun to watch you on the celebration stage april 16th to the 19th and we cannot wait to meet you and to hear your stories live and to just you're such a tour de force of awesome. So we are so <laughs> blessed to have you on again. Thank you so much for being a returning guest to Coffee with Kenobi. And where can people get in touch with you if they want to ask you a question or just say hello? Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for the kind words. Um, 
you can go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com and at the bottom of the screen there, uh, there's a picture of me with many of my characters and at the bottom there's links to all of things like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and IMDb and and pretty much any of those you could click on to connect with me, but I would suggest Twitter is the the best source at this point. Uh, Facebook, I I was on Facebook every day, all the time, and now I've, you know, running from place to place, Twitter is kind of the quickest one. So if you really wanted to ask me a question, certainly I will find it on Facebook, but it might take me longer to answer it. But if you want to ask old Jat a question, you would follow me at, at J-A-T actor. So it's at Jat actor. Uh, on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, I would prefer Twitter because that's the one that I'll really respond to. So thank you for asking about that. And again, uh, at the at the comm link as well is is always a way to, to get in touch with me. But yeah, right there. And it's all going very well. And people can get my book, uh, JAT365, which is available on Amazon.com, which is all of my different positive uh, thoughts and inspirations that I put out after a year of putting them out every day on social media. I turned it into a book. And so and people are enjoying that. So I like to keep everybody positive because the world is full of enough negative stuff. And I feel Obi-Wan Kenobi would say the same thing. <laughs> well, we could not agree more. Yes. Thank you. Right. Thank you for that. I think it's your positive nature and, and your aphorisms that are one of the reasons why you are so beloved by fandom. So we oh, appreciate thank that. you. Thanks. That's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a really cool to see so many people affected by the work that we do as voice actors and performers and then to be in the world of Star Wars. So it's a great honor to be able to do things like this and to, to be on the podcast and have a bit of coffee as well. And, uh, you know, Obi-Wan gets a little hyped up, you know, doing this with the caffeine. But every once in a while, I might switch to decaf, but it's always good to have a cup of coffee with Kenobi. Chewie, get us out of here! <laughs> you would like to respond to our question of the show, have a comment, or just want to say hello, send us an email or mp3 at feedback at coffeewithkenobi.com. Or if you have a specific question or comment for either of us individually, email us at danz at coffeewithkenobi.com or C at coffeewithkenobi.com or visit us at coffeewithkenobi.com and click on the contact us section or comment on one of the stories featured on the site. If you enjoy the show, please write a review in iTunes or Stitcher. You can also like the show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash coffee with Kenobi, as well as keep up to date at our Twitter feed at coffee with Kenobi. You can also find us on Tumblr at coffee with Kenobi.tumblr.com. If you enjoy the jazz music, the album is Eye to Eye by Steve Torok. Give the evacuation code signal. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Coffee with Kenobi unless otherwise indicated. This is the podcast you're looking for. There's no one here. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. 
Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.